Welcome to Just Friends, the podcast where a true animal lover met another animal lover and they fell in love, got married, and started watching Friends together for the first time ever. They fell in love with each other, not animals. (laughs) (laughs) To be clear. Ah, good point. I thought that you were going to point out that I called only one of us a true animal lover. No, you said we're a true animal lover found another animal lover. Yeah. And then you just said they got married. So you're not wondering who's who? Oh, I'm wondering who the they is. One of the animal lovers and an animal? (laughs) Friends. How many of us have them? Friends. Ones we can depend on. Friends. This week we watched episode 19 of Friends, the TV show, titled The One Where the Monkey Gets Away. The monkey being Marcel. Oh, Marcel, Marcel. Like that song that's popular right now? Roxanne for the youth (laughs) of today. Yeah. Anyway, in this episode, Marcel gets away. Surprise, surprise. So what ends up happening is, first of all, it opens with Rachel reciting a bunch of teas to a customer who never wanted tea. Mm -hmm. Hilarious hijinks from Rachel. I think establishing that she's not very, she's not all up there and she's not the smartest yeah, I mean, there's. Person. I mean, they've continued this thing throughout the whole yeah, series. Yeah, but just, it's like a like reminder. A yeah. Like, don't forget, Rachel's an airhead. Well, it's like, I know that uh, Monica hired her for her, you know, private dinner, but she didn't learn anything from that, and she's still terrible. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, she was all upset. You'd think that she'd be ready to show what a great waitress she is. Of course, Monica didn't get the job. You know, of course, we think that it's because of the whole marijuana thing, but... It could be because Rachel is so terrible. Exactly. That's what I choose to believe. So Monica and Rachel are sitting in the cafe, and Monica, for some reason, brings her mail from her apartment, which I think is just upstairs or something, into the cafe for Rachel to open, including a package of coffee. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I never... At the moment, I didn't really think that was weird, but looking back on it, that is kind of a bizarre move. Yeah. (laughs) Like, Monica has nothing to do during the day. To, yeah. I mean, I don't, I mean, the I don't, mail's going to be there into, when Rachel comes home. Yeah. Like, she needs that uh, mm-hmm. sampler mm-hmm. Of, of coffee. Yeah. And so, but, but what, do, like, the coffee companies send waitresses at coffee shops free coffee? I think you could just get a sample of free coffee if you want. Yeah, I know. I know. But it like, might be as an independent person. You think that Rachel is also <laughs> independently soliciting it's free coffee It's probably something she got from her credit card company. That could be true. I'll allow it. One of the pieces of mail that Rachel ends up getting is her country club flyer from back home. From her mother. Yeah, from her mother. And Who only sends the engagements. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah they she mentioned said, that. Like, she yeah. just sends the engagements, you know, as like motivation mm-hmm. to her. Yeah. It's, all, it's probably the only good part of the country club newsletter anyway, so... Her mom's doing her a favor. Like, who cares what everyone's doing, like, in business or whatever? Yeah, or, like, exactly. who's had kids? Or who yeah. got what golf score? <laughs> I don't know what's in a country club newsletter, <laughs> but I, that probably is there. So, Rachel gets that, and it turns out that her ex-fiance that she left at the altar, Barry, Barry he has gotten engaged to her best friend, Mindy. Her bridesmaid. Oh, my God. Her, her bridesmaid. Maid yeah, of honor, I think. Maid of honor. Whatever, yeah. whatever the term is. So, she can't believe it. Monica, like, stutters over some, like, surprises. She's like, oh, that's Mindy. She's so pretty. She's, like, pretty. Pretty lucky (laughs) to have a friend like you. (laughs) Cut to 
Rachel, so the whole, there is no, I'm not going to do like a whole A plot, B plot, C plot breakdown because I think that this is one of those ensemble episodes where everybody's just kind of going around and it's all around one core plot and that core plot is Marcel. Marcel, yeah. Kind of, there's like a Ross Rachel thing. Yeah, well, they tease the other elements of the plot, but it eventually all flows through Marcel being lost. Yeah, and the only other big plot that, or big focus, is the Ross and Rachel thing. Everything else is just little snippets. Mm -hmm. They cut to Rachel and Ross in the apartment, and they're eating some Chinese food, and Ross is trying to get Marcel to come over and bring him the rice. He tells a terrible joke when Ross... When Marcel does bring him the rice, he says... Well, I see he's finally mastered the difference between bring me the and pee in the. <laughs> that the crowd loved. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I mean, it's not certainly not his worst joke. No. It's not even the worst joke of the show. No. Especially no, because far. he f- follows up with it with, like, did you hear that? Bring me the and pee in the. Because Rachel isn't paying attention. She's all distraught. Over Barry. Over Barry, who, you know, obviously... She's looking back on her life, wondering the mistakes. And she's like, oh, Barry, he was such a nice, boring guy. And Paolo was different. He was like such an exciting, like yeah, sex it was, passion. It was all fire. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, I just want a guy that's both. The kind of guy that is, that's your best friend. And she grabs Ross's hands here. And she's like looking him in the eyes. And she's like, but he also makes your toes curl. And Ross is like, yeah, um, uh, th- that's me. <laughs> Well, I mean, he doesn't say that explicitly. Yeah. But, yeah, he then he tries to eventually, you know, he's about to, like, weasel in, you know, and say that he's the one who can both curl over her toes mm-hmm. and be her, you know, shoulder to cry on or whatever. Um, what I want to know is, why are they alone in this moment? What do you mean? Like, why, why is no one else in the apartment? Who knows? Everyone else is out somewhere else. Rachel lives there, so it's not that He weird. doesn't live there. Yeah, but Rachel does, so Ross comes up. Who knows? I don't know. He's always just hanging around. They're all just hanging around each other. Yeah, I guess. Just seemed weird. Mm. I I mean, Ross is just always circling like a vulture. <laughs> I, guess, so... I guess that's why. <laughs> yeah. He's and... like, oh, Rachel, you're going to be home tonight? <laughs> Alone? Like, well. Like she's a pile yeah. of dead meat. <laughs> Oh, everyone else is at the movies. Oh, that's right. Everyone they come back was from some at movie the movies. That I think no they're one, talking uh... about Speed. No, no, no. It was a movie that was not action-packed, and all the, the dudes hated oh, right. it. right. And, and then so Phoebe's Phoebe like, is oh. talking she's about like, She's like, oh, like, sorry, it doesn't have, you know, explosions and, you know, whatever. Buses. Like, firefights and buses and fast cars or whatever. Uh, nudity. And he's <laughs> Uh, and Joey says, like, he's like, there was no, he's like, I can do without, like, the action. Like, as long as there's some nudity. They're like, oh, this movie had some nudity. He's like, I meant, like, not male nudity. Because <laughs> apparently they went to some movie that had some naked dude in it. Yeah, so they said, he goes, I don't need to see Hug Grant or something like that frolicking around. She, yeah. And, and he, then they're like, Hugh. Yeah, he said, he said some other, like, yeah. first name entirely. But yeah, it was a Hugh Grant reference. Yeah, so... I don't, I don't know. know. Uh, is there a Hugh Grant movie where he shows full frontal? Because I'm interested. The movie is likely Sirens. I mean, I also don't... I have to assume, just looking at Hugh Grant, though, that he probably has a small dick. I mean, I don't think that in that time people were hanging full male dong in, like, you know, just A, ro- kinda, a rom-com? A movie that Hugh Grant would be in. Yeah, you're right. What am I thinking? 
so he may have Wishful like thinking. it may have been like you know exposed butt butt double <laughs> maybe this was a deep reference to joey's holy crap <laughs> I, I just came up with this right now this is not in my notes I'm going off the cuff here. Oh, man, getting wild. <laughs> With butt double theories about yeah. Hugh Grant movies that we don't even know exist or not. Yeah, where he needed a butt double, and Joey, you know, being Joey, couldn't even spot another butt double. <laughs> that is disappointing. <laughs> also, they called the movie Suckfest. They were like, how's the movie? <laughs> Suckfest! <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Classic. And I think, uh, yeah, so as Chris was saying, Ross was about to say, you know, oh, I'm that guy who can twirl, curl your toes and... He was trying to get there. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone bursts in and, you know, then that's when they say that the movie is Suckfest. Mm-hmm. Then they go into the pizzeria. Well, but before that... Yeah. Uh, like how that scene ends is where... Ross is like, oh, he has to go back to his place to give, like, uh, oh, right. he, him and Marcel, like, have to take a bath or something. <laughs> he says yeah. something that makes it sound like they are bathing together. Yeah, we're going to go take a bath. Yes, we are, aren't we? Yes, we are. They're still just friends, right? <laughs> like, finally, people are realizing that Ross is probably banging this monkey. Yeah, finally. <laughs> <laughs> also, future shout out to our show, What Just Friends. Oh. Uh, yeah. We should I, make that the new entry song. It just repeats that over. I yeah. thought they were just friends. We'll work something out. <laughs> TBD. But yeah, then they cut to uh, them in the pizzeria with what looks like to be not a very good New York style pizza. Oh, <laughs> no, that's a very it bad was, New York style pizza. It was pizza. like thick, like puffy crust and like floppy. And yeah. it was like if, no, no, like browning or char like it looked it looked like a rochester style pizza like a puffy this is pillowy. so funny because what i wrote here is this looks like the pizza that you would get at a syracuse hockey rink yeah it is it, it's like a a place that's not known for pizza that just like makes like pizza like this is pizza like you know it's dough it's sauce it's bread you know it's yeah. cheese whatever like this is pizza like a place that just served just yeah pizza like this is and joey should be offended by this <laughs> I mean, you know he grew up on good Italian food. There's no way he he's eating this pizza and he's not like, my mom, I would never do this. No. I mean, it looks like pizza, you know, I would, you know, in upstate New York yeah. had. It's not bad, but it's not pizza that you would expect to see mm-hmm. in New York. No, not at all. I did write, though, that they nailed the New York sliceria scene. So there's, like, a shit ton of people around. It's all standing tables. There's a guy, like, flipping a pie in the background. They've got a picture of Italy on the wall. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that all is, you know, fairly accurate. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And there's, like, a low noise the entire time, too. Like, a low hum of, like, people. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there should be some guy in the background yelling, Next! Next! (laughs) Just (laughs) angrily. You're right. That's the one part it's missing. (laughs) Because if there's anything that New York pizzerias do it's get angry if there's not someone immediately ready to be next oh my god how many times do you think you hear next while living in new york city we just hear next constantly yeah oh what do they say there's something weird that they say at the norwegian terminal in jfk it's like approach Um, approach no oh my god following yeah yeah like following they don't yeah Yeah. they don't say following guest or following customer they just say following yeah following yeah and, and they, they just get louder with it. And plus, and plus they never expand. They never say following guests. It's 
just following. Yeah. And these are like Americans behind the counter. These aren't like oh, Norwegians yeah. that don't understand that just yeah. saying following is <laughs> means almost nothing. I actually think uh, the employees that work at Norwegian are like scabs because... Oh, they're, they're definitely... Well, they're like contracted. They're yeah. not... They don't work for Norwegian. They work for something else that is... Scabs. Well, I don't know if it's scabs. It's just that Norwegian doesn't... You think they're unionized scabs? Well, it depends what you mean by scab. <laughs> um, I feel like a scab is if like union workers walked off the job mm-hmm. and then these people came in. It's just, you know. Yeah. That's why I assume it's happening, though, that there are union workers somewhere. Like Kramer, you know, he didn't work for 25 years. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> So anyway, so... I don't see any giant inflatable rats outside of the airport, though. Yeah. Well, well only because, you know, the regulations. <laughs> that's Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so at the pizza sliceria, Ross is, like, regaling to Joey and Chandler about how he was so close with Rachel. And they're like, just go up there, man, and bring her a bottle of wine and tell her you love her. Whatever. I don't remember who comes up with this stupid plan. Um, it's like a combination of both. Yeah. So Ross goes up there, bottle of wine. He's talking with Rachel. Oh, we haven't even talked about... Did we talk about how they lost the monkey? No, sorry. Let me back up. Because... Oh, yeah, you're yeah, you're leaping, yeah. You're leaping ahead. Uh, so there was a bunch of cheap monkey jokes in the pizzeria where mm-hmm. she's like, oh, and she's going to take care of my monkey. And they're all like, oh, I haven't had a woman take care of my monkey in two months. Or, you know, a lot of cheap <laughs> monkey jokes. Um, but then, monkey then, being then, penis in this then, sense. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yes, you're welcome. For, for, for those for, who might not get a foot job for reference, pe- for our 11 year old listeners who may not, who, you know, an 11 for year 11 year old, year old homeschooled it. listeners <laughs> who don't know what this means. Yes, we're talking about dicks. But somehow is also listening to this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Your parents need better filters. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then they cut to Rachel watching soap operas with Marcel. Mm-hmm. And Marcel shitting in Monica's shoes. Yeah, those uh, Amish ones that she thinks goes with everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, real mistake. I forget who buzzes. Someone buzzes uh, the apartment. Hmm. And she has to like, run out and open the door. I don't remember who actually buzzes. Yeah. Uh, oh, wait. No, I thought she was like... Uh, yeah, someone buzzes. She has to run out and open the door. What does she do with the shoe? She just leaves it. With the shit in it? No, I thought she took oh. it with her. Oh, that's why she was doing. Yeah. So she, yeah... So she dumped the shit into Barry's wedding or engagement announcement. Mm-hmm. It's like the the little newsletter thing. Yeah. Uh, and then she's going to like throw it in the shoot. Yeah, the trash chute or whatever. And then as she's doing that, Marcel runs out. Yeah. And someone gets killed in the soap opera. <laughs> yeah. And so she runs back in because she hears the shots in the soap opera that they're watching, and she's like, "Oh my God, Marcel, who was killed? It was. We know it wasn't Dexter." <laughs> and then she's like, Marcel, Marcel. And we realize Marcel's gone. So now Ross has come up with his plan or everyone else comes no, back. No, yeah. First they cut to everyone else there. And she's like, I don't know what happened. Like, we all need to look. And they make yes. a plan where they go, like, some people take, like, the first four floors. Everyone takes, someone else takes the ones above. Yeah. Rachel just sits there. This is also where they have a pretty good joke about where Monica, Rachel tells Monica that Marcel shit in one of her shoes. And Monica goes, He pooped in my shoe? Which one? I don't know. The left one. Which ones? Oh, oh, those little clunky Amish things you think go with everything. And when Phoebe comes in, after everybody is, like, talking about the whole thing, 
Monica says, oh, and he crapped in one of my shoes. And Phoebe's like, which one? Those cute little black ones I wear all the time. No, which one? The right or left? Because the left one is lucky. And I thought that was also one of the best jokes of the episode. I mean, I, that wasn't my favorite one. My favorite one comes in later, uh, which is one of my favorite jokes of the whole series. But we'll, yeah, we'll talk I have about a, that later. I have a feeling I know which one it is. But yeah, we will <laughs> talk about that later. But this was the moment where we both, when Phoebe rushed into the apartment, we both looked, you looked at me. <gasps> That's right. And was like, oh, like, is Lisa Kudrow pregnant? And even before you said that, when she came in, I was like, Lisa Kudrow looks like, you know, She's wearing like a very, like she wears like flowy stuff, mm-hmm. but this looked like extra kind of non-form fitting and it just looked like she was yeah, Chunkier? pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like suddenly like bigger. Yeah. But just in a pregnant way. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. It didn't look like, like, like her face had yeah. like, or like arms. It, just, it looked like she was just like her mm-hmm. core was kind of enlarged. Yeah. Holding, you know, a second human. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I'm not really sure what her timeline is of having kids. No, I'd have to look that up myself. I don't know yeah. either. She wasn't pregnant. Or if this was just like a very bad outfit. Yeah. Because <laughs> well, then later she's, you know, diving. I don't know if yeah, that was just to try and convince the audience. That yeah. There's no way she's pregnant. I mean, they were using a lot of really classic, you know, pregnant on TV tactics. Yeah. Like with the staging that they sort of had her doing and the flowy yeah. shirt. Yeah, it's the very, yeah. like, much flowier. Mm-hmm. So I, I mean, I don't want to brag here, but I'm kind of an expert of telling when people are pregnant on TV. It's true, Chris. Mm-hmm. I mean, I call it all the time. Yeah. Do you think this is? I'm pretty, I feel pretty good about it personally. Yeah. I mean, I'd like to see two episodes to really call it because usually they're doing some weird stuff in one episode, Scandal, the TV show, when I was still watching that, um, Carrie Washington, the lead actress was pregnant and they were doing all sorts of ridiculous things in that. Like... Um, she would be talking to people and she would like pick up a lamp and hold it in front of herself. It was so weird. (laughs) Olivia, do you need to keep rearranging your apartment while we're talking? (laughs) This lamp just doesn't look good anywhere. Her name is Olivia Pope in the show. Yeah. So Chris did watch Scandal as well and also retained. I remember remember her name. Uh, It is trash television though. Like of the highest order. (laughs) One thing, they have a nice shout out to New York when they're deciding where to split up. I think they're talking about like, oh, we have to go find Marcel. And Chandler's like, okay, you take cats and I'll take the Russian tea room. Well, first, yeah, they're like, uh, you know, like you're a monkey lost in the city. Like, where would you go? Like Joey says that or someone says that. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's like, well, you know, it's his first time here. Like, check all the tourist (laughs) destinations. I'll go to cats. Which I thought that, that was that was pretty funny. Oh, look at you giving Chandler some credit. His jokes are not all bad. It's just that he puts out so much of these just, like, terrible, sarcastic kind of things that are... Where, like, everyone, like, stops to listen to them. Like, you know, they're, it's, like, a made a point to yeah everyone to hear this joke. And they're usually not great. But that one was, was, was decent. <laughs> I always love when Mr. Heckles comes in. I really like... Oh, you do love. Because I, when you saw him... Well, no, because before, I felt like they were forcing... That two-part episode. Yeah. Um, I feel like they were abusing him to create, like, a needless connection (laughs) to the first part of the two-part episode. But I do always like him. I mean, I like that, whatever that, like, character actor, whoever he is, he's always good. Larry Hankin. What they, oh, they're like, uh, they, like, ask him about the cat. Oh, yeah, he's like, uh, 
and there's like a radiator in the hallway and he's like uh he's like i, I left a belgian waffle out here like, did you take it like, no it's just like, and he was like why would you leave a belgian waffle in the hallway he's like i wasn't ready for it <laughs> it just leaves i yeah. just like it because it, it like uh adds so much color to him and so much stuff that, like you don't know and can't possibly know but it just like creates a whole world around him where yeah. he's just like he's got waffles out in the hallway sometimes <laughs> you know they're getting, they're disappearing people are taking them but he you know he, but he knows where they are i don't know, I, re- I liked it I, re- I i love mr heckles too i did write return of mr heckles another fun fact in the many layers of mr heckles's life he once saw regis philbin <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. He's always very cagey, very evasive. Like yeah. he never like really answers their question. They're like, uh, like, have you seen a monkey? Like, well, I saw Regis film. Like, it's always <laughs> yeah. just kind of. He's never uh, fully on point. They walk away, and he yells that they owe him a waffle, <laughs> yeah. which I'm pretty sure didn't he say that after the cat incident too? He was like, "You owe me a cat." He did. Maybe. I think so, but I'm not sure actually. That's good writing. Mm, it is good writing if it's true. <laughs> yeah. But so they, they keep searching. They don't really... Uh, yeah. They never find him. Rachel is tasked with staying in the apartment and waiting for Ross to come back and kill her. As Monica says, I believe. I mean, and someone should just wait there in case Marcel just returns. Yeah. Who yeah. knows? It's good. Good scheme. Good planning. I mean, you are the kind of person who, if you get lost, you just stay in the same spot. And it usually pays off. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, it, it's a stereotypical kind of, you know sitcom-y thing be like all right you know or like a... it's what they teach like little kids like yeah. if you get lost just stay in the same spot it's <laughs> just amazing to see an adult do it you do it so consistently i always know that if we get separated i can go back to where you were i actually freak out like a couple weeks ago we were at wegman's and i had told you i'm gonna run and go get something and then i'll meet you back here and you weren't there and i was like oh no something terrible has happened to chris <laughs> It's usually, it's not if I get lost, it's if I get separated. Yeah, exactly. Where, like, where, 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 where there's like no way for us to know like where we both should be. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm just going to stay at the last place like she knew where I was. Like, that's just, <laughs> that sounds It's, it's flawless so logic. amazing. I, I actually, I love this about you because like, I'm going to go back and I know you'll be there. <laughs> right. Right. Rachel's in the apartment. Well, Ross eventually comes yeah, back. Ross comes back, but I was going to say Rachel's there waiting to see if Marcel returns. Mm-hmm. Much like Chris would. Yeah. And she's like, uh, Ross, hey. And he has like his whole big agenda. He's, he's got thinking a bottle of wine. wine and tell Rachel his true feelings. So he's pretty excited. And Rachel's all anxious because of the monkey. He's like talking to her. He's like, he's like, oh, you like, do you want to have like some wine or whatever? And she's like, uh, how are we go to Newark? <laughs> and he's like, uh, all right, well, before we go to the Myrtle Capper murder capital of the Northeast, like, oh, we have like a glass yeah. of wine, which I I wrote <laughs> Newark burn murder capital. <laughs> it's pretty funny. I mean, Probably Newark accurate. is a it's a terrible uh, suggestion for a sudden romantic yeah. getaway. Like you know, Brooklyn maybe. Yeah. Would be better. Uh, How about uh, anywhere in New Jersey that you have to go to before you get to Newark? Uh, Hoboken. I don't yeah. know what Hoboken was like in the Upstate? 90s. The yeah. Catskills? Yeah, you go to Westchester. Yeah. Uh, Super weird, but I guess just for Long the Island. Newark burn. Yeah. Go to Garden City. It's probably some nice Italian restaurants. Yeah. And then <laughs> Ross is like, you know, like Chris said, still trying to make it work with the wine and everything. And Rachel goes, Oh God, Ross, I cannot do this. Okay, quick and painful. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> 
He's like, all right, quick and painful. And he like jams the yeah. cock back into the Tucked line. It back in. He's like, Ugh. you know, doing his whole Ross like neck movements thing and shoulders. Yeah. Yeah, he does. You got it. It's a woo. Woo. <laughs> all right, we're getting serious. <laughs> so it's hard to convey on a podcast. <laughs> I think I think people will be able to hear the micro movements and the throat noises. That's a key part of it. Just so the, they'll be able to the air pulsing from my. <laughs> Nine neck movements. <laughs> and then, of course, Rachel tells him that Marcel is outside, but well, she's lost. like, well, lost. That's right. So she says Marcel got away. And then they show that they pan out. Yeah. Fr- to the window, to the balcony. Over their balcony. And they show Marcel much on something. Yeah. Like a look like some sort of bread product. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> just, yeah. just munching on some bread. Well, on, you on the see. Balcony. Rachel and Ross, like, you know, big some some animated gesticulating fight. By the way, I should mention here that Rachel is wearing a slutty schoolgirl outfit, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, that's basically what it was. Yeah. Then when she puts on a jacket later, it looks even more like that. Like, Uh, it was exact, pretty much exactly what they wore in Clueless, if anyone is it, wondering. Yeah, it yeah. W- it was very much like yeah, like a slutty high schooler, mm-hmm. uh, like like a slutty high schooler who's like bad schoolgirl, like trying to, <laughs> trying to go for that look. Yeah, yeah, that was exactly what it looked like. So that was, and she wore that throughout the entire episode. So that was kind of funny to me. So of course Marcel's out there, so it's fine. The rest of the episode is basically a series of various incidents that people get into as they try to find Marcel. Yeah, so Ross finds out that Rachel called animal control, and when he finds out, he, like, blows a gasket and gets, like, very aggressive. Oh, yeah. And they're, like, circling around, like, the room, and he's, like... Yeah, he's really freaking out. Like, he gets this crazy look in his face. He's like, Marcel is an illegal exotic animal. And Rachel's like, ah, well, you never mentioned that. Yeah. You know, it I is like if, very aggressive. You're right. If Ross is not fucking this monkey, whoever wrote these episodes about Marcel <laughs> definitely <was>. is. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, people just don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> this is when we meet Louisa. The animal control woman. A little bit after, actually. So Well, because... she shows up, like, right after... Yeah. Everyone comes Ross back. learns that yeah. uh, animal control has been called. Yeah, and everyone else is back. I want to get this right. So Ross and Rachel are still there arguing. And Ross has just said, Marcel, you're an illegal exotic animal. And then Louisa walks in, knocks on the door. They open it up. And he has found out that like animal control is coming. Mm-hmm. And Louisa is like, oh, I heard that you two have a monkey in here. And they're like, no, there's no monkey. Like hugging each other. And saying, uh, she's like, yes, I was talking about a hat that I have. And Ross is like, cat, cat. And she's like, yes, cat, cat, cat. cat." And then that's when. Yes. And then during that time, Monica and Phoebe come back after their whole engagement with Mr. Heckles. And they are like. like, Well, we couldn't find Marcel anywhere. Yeah. And she's like, who's Marcel? Uh, Louisa, that is. is like, who's Marcel? And. And then Phoebe says, like, yeah. oh, like, that's, like, the monkey. No, no, no. But then Rachel says, oh, my uncle, he's crazy. <laughs> my grandpa. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's like, oh, is that who, we, who the monkey is named after? Yeah. Louisa's like, aha, <laughs> I knew there was a monkey. So, anyway, Louisa is on to them, and she says, like, oh, if I get my hands on that monkey, he's mine. There's also a pretty funny line from Phoebe here because Luis is like, oh, you know, the punishment for having an illegal exotic animal is like two years in jail and a fine, something like that. No, she's like, uh, like two years in jail 
like maybe fine then like in oh. confiscation of the animal yeah. no it's like confiscation of the animal whatever yeah it's like jail confiscation of the animal mm-hmm. uh and then phoebe is like you would put that monkey in jail <laughs> i did like that one i did yeah. make a note about that uh and i wrote phoebe is still killing while pregnant <laughs> <laughs> But then this is when Louisa realizes who Rachel and Monica are, because yeah. apparently they all went to high school together. Yeah, so she, so somebody says, like, Monica, she's like, okay, I'm Monica Geller, when they're, like, doing a report or something, I don't remember. And Louisa's like, you are Monica Geller. And then she turns to Rachel, and she's like, and you're Rachel Green. And she's like, and I'm Louisa whatever. Hamford? From, from Homeroom. Home <laughs> yeah. yeah. From Lincoln High. Yeah. And they're like, oh, no way. Like, over-exaggerated, we have no idea who you are kind of thing. And Louisa realizes that they don't know who she is. They're like, whatever. And she turns to Rachel and she's like, you know, you were always a bit... Like, you two never spoke to me, blah, blah, blah. And Monica stands up and she's like, I am so sorry. And Louisa says, "Eh, It's not so much you. You were fat. You had your own problems. (laughs) (laughs) And she turns to Monica, uh, Rachel, and she's like, But you were a bitch. Something like that. I don't know if that that fat joke would make it through today. They have a lot of fat jokes about Monica. So. No, no, I mean, like, just on a modern show. Mm. That's what I mean. That, like, the whole. It's hard to imagine what a show like this would be like today. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, they nail some parts, you know, Mm -hmm. other things are, you know, still a little questionable. (laughs) Well, then this is when they cut, uh, what's her name? Louisa storms out after she makes Mm -hmm. this fat joke about Monica. And then this is when they cut to a brief shot of Marcel in the hallway running around, you know, like Mm -hmm. establishing that he's still on the loose. And then Joey and Chandler walk down the hall and they're like, Marcel... Marcel. And then they come up to a door and like, uh, you know, they knock on it. And then like a hot blonde chick answers. Literally hot. Yeah. She's both like attractive and obviously like sweating. <laughs> and they're both like, ooh, you know, immediately. <laughs> yeah. Immediately like taken aback. Uh, and um, I forget what she asked them. Do they uh, know how to fix the... Radiators. Oh yeah, she yeah. Do you she, know anything about fixing radiators? Yeah, like do you know anything about like radiator repair? He's like, well, have you? And Joey's like, well, have you tried turning the knob like the other way? And she's like, yeah, we tried that. He's like, oh, well, then no. <laughs> <laughs> Which was my favorite joke. <laughs> that was so good. Yeah, it's hard to convey. I mean, uh, you did a terrible what, job with it. Uh, what's his name? Matt Matt LeBlanc really nailed the delivery yeah. on this one. He, he really he, crushed it. Well, because he was so eager. He's like, oh, did you uh, did you try turning the knob back the other way? <laughs> of course. Oh, then, no. Yeah, plus he delivered it like it seemed like it was a pickup line, you know? <laughs> so you thought that he would have, like, some follow-up, and it just was his radiator repair <laughs> advice. Yeah, I really like that part. Yeah. Radiator repair is always a joke in TV shows. Like, radiators are, radiators are always broken. We've had radiators, like, the entire time we've lived here. Yeah, well, because that's never literally... Broken. I mean... Part of the joke is that that's literally all you can do is yeah, turn the knob. I get it, Chris. <laughs> like, there's not, like, repair. I don't know. Whenever you see it, like, in TV shows, they're always, like, taking a hammer to the radiator and, like, banging it back in or something. Yeah, I just feel like that's a, a joke. Okay. Well then, well, then eventually, like, another woman comes out. Oh, yeah. Uh, wearing... Did you notice that she was wearing, like, the same shirt as Jennifer Aniston or Rachel last episode in the poker episode? 
it was like the same thing with the rolled up sleeves when she was doing her trick card thing. Yeah, something similar. We'll have to check back and see how similar. Ooh, this would be good fodder for the uh, Instagram if I ever do it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, then, like, it's another like attractive woman at the door then they're both like more yeah like, and so then like they're both like two women <laughs> like two hot women yeah like, who are also hot <laughs> that's obviously chandler yeah another his joke was not nearly as good mm-hmm. as, as joey's joke and joey's like no we can't help these women right now we have to continue on our quest to find this monkey or whatever he yeah. says Joey, seeming like he's doing the right thing so and he's noble. like so if you women see this monkey, it would be really helpful if you would give us your picture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he, you know, comes back around. No, he, uh, and then like the whole crowd, they really loved that joke. Yeah. I mean, it was good. It wasn't as good as no. the radiator repair joke. <laughs> My favorite joke of the episode is the Louisa one. You were fat. You had your own problems. <laughs> yeah. This, this was a really good episode. Yeah, I mean, I feel kind of mixed about it. I still hate the Marcel episodes, but I feel like this is the best way that Marcel is used in a in an episode. You know, it's not like Marcel doing, like, stupid tricks the entire time. It's like Marcel has done something and it allows everyone else to sort of come together and, you know, have their own adventures. Mm-hmm. It makes it much more interesting. Well, it causes them to have moments, uh, like, uh, with, um, what's his name? Mr. Yes. Heckles. Yeah, Mr. Heckles. And Louisa and like these, you know, yeah. other moments like and with the the sweaty hot chicks in the apartment. <laughs> yeah. Like it forced them to have these moments uh, where I think you can write just like one good joke for that moment. Yeah, exactly. As opposed to having like these characters that are on the screen all the time, like make jokes within their character mm-hmm. that, you know, can get a little dull. But this one, they can have these, you know, discreet interactions and it's just easier to make funny. Hmm. And I think they did it very well in this yeah. one. Yeah, so after the Joey Chandler radiator repair bit, um, they cut to Monica and Phoebe went to the basement to try and find Marcel, and Ross and Rachel went outside. And when Monica and Phoebe were in the basement, they have like a flashlight, they're looking around like, Marcel, Marcel, and they see him, you know, (laughs) Uh, and then uh, they're, they're like about to catch him, and then Louisa comes downstairs with like a tranquilizer gun, is about to shoot Marcel to take him down. And then before she does that, Phoebe, in defiance of uh, her her pregnancy status, leaps in front of the tranquilizer dart and takes the shot. Right in the ass. Right in her rump for Marcel, uh, who gets away. And then that's when they cut to Ross and Rachel outside bickering about like Rachel losing Marcel pretty much i think that's what they were fighting about yeah uh that's they... that's it i mean there weren't even any like secondary illusions like it's not like it was being used as an argument for their relationship at large which yeah. is often a tactic mm-hmm. used in sitcoms this was just yeah. straight argument a couple of you know physical humor moments where they both kick a pole that hurts their foot very bad it's like come on oh, guys yeah. i've kicked we've all kicked new york city poles yeah you'll be fine uh, one of my two least favorite characters are on screen i don't know Magic rarely happens. A <laughs> uh, famed review, if ever I've heard one. <laughs> but then this is when the the guy walks by yeah. with a, a whole, like, a grocery store's worth of bananas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a huge, huge a big box. box. And, you know, Mr. Heckles somehow had purchased a 
bulk load same of bananas, day banana same day in 1990. Not even same day. It was within like a couple hours. Yeah. Like Marcel. Now, I know that this is Manhattan, New York City. In but the 90s, come though. Come on. I don't think that you yeah. could get a bulk delivery of bananas same day. Like, that would be tough. I mean. Yeah. Here's the thing. In New York, in the might. 90s, you go outside, you go down to the fruit store on your corner. Mm-hmm. Like, that's it. Or today. Yeah. It's just, yeah. But either way. So when the guy was walking by with the bananas, I didn't interpret it as like, oh, like someone's getting a banana delivery. Like, it's obviously where Marcel is. I was like, oh, I, they saw a bunch of bananas. Like, <laughs> like yeah. let's take them and use them to like lure Marcel. <laughs> I didn't know if they were then going to. So when the, even when Ross was outside of Mr. Heckle's door with the bananas, I'm like, what is the plan? Yeah. Like, did it go by each door and be like, Marcel and just like yeah. try and lure him. That's exactly what I was thinking. And the the thing is that earlier we had seen like it was teased that Marcel had been taken by somebody in an apartment. So we knew that Marcel was in an apartment. But when I saw the bananas guy, I was like, okay, what's their plan here? Like to how is this going to help them find what apartment? Like just put bananas all over the place and see where Marcel turns up? I thought they were just gonna line the hallways with bananas. That seemed more reasonable to me. Yeah. Any of this, I thought, yeah, I, I thought they were like, oh, tons of bananas, like, let's use them as bait. Yeah. Not tons, like, tons of bananas, those are definitely going to Marcel right <laughs> yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad we were on the same page, because I felt like an, I felt like an so idiot. Marcel's so tiny. How many bananas can he eat? <laughs> yeah, those, half that box is going to go bad by the time he gets to them. Yeah. I'm glad we we're on both on the same page. Okay, I cool. Feel like, I feel like a real idiot. <laughs> I do want to shout out here to Ross's dick tie. Did you notice that? It looked like it had dick dicks tie? on it. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Totally. It was like two balls shaft. I mean, you know what a dick is. You should. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is it one of those, uh, like, Masonic symbols or something? Is a dick one of them? I don't remember I don't that know. from when we did the tour of the I'll, Masonic I'll see, temple. I'll, I'll have to see what uh, what it looks like. Okay, I'll uh, put it up on the grams. <laughs> but then they do find Marcel in Mr. Heckle's apartment. Yep. Wearing, wearing a dress. Tu- wearing a tutu. Yeah, tutu. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a dress with it's a tutu. Like a little ballerina yeah. skirt kind of thing. If, loyal listener, you will remember that I mentioned before that Marcel is actually a female monkey and is still acting today. So it was kind of Marcel back in her native, native context. If anything perhaps an allusion to the gender politics that we face today. <laughs> yeah, very deep. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> right. Maybe it's a teaser about Chandler's gay dad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. A monkey in a dress. All right, so there's a monkey in the dress. They eventually get him. Well, Louisa, Louisa shows up again. She's somehow yeah. aware. Well, oh, R- wait, R- spoiler. Ross and wait. Mr. Heckles are both trying to, like, lure yeah. Marcel towards And if you've them. seen anything in the 90s, this is a classic move. It was also used in um, Air Bud, I believe, where the little boy comes out and Air Bud's new owner comes out. And they're, like, both trying to get Air Bud to come to them. And Air Bud ends up going to the boy, like, as their true owner. So it's just, like, two owners yelling back and forth. And the pet is supposed to go to the correct, the true owner. Mm-hmm. In this case, it doesn't happen because Louisa opens up the door and she says, come here, monkey. And Marcel goes right into the... Into a cage? Yeah, a cage. It's a little... uh, He's like, oh, captivity? I love captivity. (laughs) My favorite. So then everyone is trying to appeal to Louisa and see if she will release Marcel. 
and Rachel's like, come on, I knew that I was a bitch to you in high school, but like, here we are now. And the way that she says it, actually, I don't think she says, I knew I was a bitch to you in high school. She says, I knew I, I know I was prom queen and blah, 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 and whatever. And school president, which I thought was surprising. Yeah. Like, there's no way that Rachel would be school president. Prom queen? Sure. The other thing? Also, yes. I don't remember what it was, but yes. Homecoming queen? Yeah, homecoming queen. And Anything with the word queen. President? Come on. There's no way that some airhead like that is going to become president. Yeah. Well, she's like, I know I was all these things. Like, I know I was perfect in high school. Yeah. But do this thing for me. Yeah, and then Which, like, uh, well, I don't even understand yeah. that move. Like, no, what? well, that's the move of an entitled person. Yeah, and I then put, I put Ra- like Rachel's privilege with Marcel. Will she ever learn? <laughs> no, no. I mean, she really doesn't. Like, like all she was, you know, skated through high school on her looks, and now she's just like bumbling around as a waitress, you know, yeah. having no care in the world. Like all of her like financial her mail cares brought and, down to her at work. Yeah, and all these like concerns about her jobs have evaporated now. Yeah. Like whatever, she's fine in her in her place. No. in the coffee world. Rachel, she's living the life. Still, still second worst character. Ross being the worst, I assume. Yeah, but she's you know, she's on thin ice. Yeah. Then Rachel says, "Oh well, then how about I call your manager and tell him that you shot my friend in the butt." Going back to what Rachel knows best, just forcing people to do what she wants. Just so, of course, now. cut to Ross, Rachel, and Marcel are all back together. You know, nobody, everybody's fine now. And Marcel's back in Ross's hands. And they're sharing. Ross says, like, oh, do you want to finally do that line? <laughs> <laughs> Great Ross impression. <laughs> and... He's always wanting to do wine. <laughs> and Rachel is still wearing that slutty schoolgirl outfit. I don't know if you noticed, but she had to keep readjusting to ensure her snatch was covered. Oh, no, I didn't. Yeah, she keeps, like, putting her hand. Like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll put a gif on, on the gram. Yeah. Learn how to make a gif. Write that on my to-do list. So then uh, they are talking they being ross and rachel and it seems like it's about to get serious again he's pouring wine the mm-hmm. wine is flowing <laughs> and the door bursts open and in the middle of ross's up? like speech about yeah. you know how he can be the guy who can curl the toes and uh whatever you know be sensitive yes so thank you for interrupting my big announcement people had to know what was happening who cares that's not the important part <laughs> barry shows up again and he is like, oh, Rachel, I'm making a huge mistake. I think I still love you. And she's like, Mur-ruh. and Ross goes, we have got to start locking that door. And that's it. Yep. End of episode. Uh, oh, there is an after episode portion. Yeah, there's that. I don't, what happened in like the. Well, we learned that Chandler went to an all boys school. Yeah. With 400 all boys boarding school with 400 kids. Yeah, that's the only note I made was Chandler boarding school. Yeah. I don't really remember. I think that Monica was showing pictures of her when she was fat because they're like, "Oh, this is me." Oh, and that's the right. Sound of music, and they're like, "Oh, I thought that was an Alp." Yeah, she's like, "I'm down in front" or something. Yeah. It was uh yeah, it's more more Monica fat jokes. Mm-hmm. Monica used to be fat, is competitive, rarely comes into play. <laughs> Is a neat freak. 
Yeah, sometimes. No, but they that's like one of the things that they establish like uh No, I know. They establish yeah. all these things. But I know. I'm just saying they we just have deploy to put them. this So the other facts that we have about Chandler are that his dad might be gay. Yeah, or at least hooked up with dudes who were younger yeah. than him. Right. Right, right. <laughs> and is blonde. Yes. <laughs> okay. Time is it for... time for French trivia? It is. It's time for French trivia. This episode, I mean, I don't know if it was as strong this episode, but a lot of episodes, who would you say is the strongest character? I mean, usually Joey. Yeah. And that's why today is Matt LeBlanc trivia. So, which comedian actor was, this is another two out of, best two out of three format? Mm-hmm. Okay. Which comedian or actor was in Matt LeBlanc's graduating high school class? Was it Stephen Wright? Was it Louis C.K.? Was it Steve Zahn? Or was it Lisa Lampanelli? Oh, man. I thought one of those would jump out at me. Um, I don't know. Stephen Wright? Ooh. He's actually the worst guess. Everyone else is within, like, one year of Matt LeBlanc's age, but Stephen Wright is, like, ten years older than him. What's the answer? Oh, sorry. The answer is Louis C.K. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, they were they went to the same school? Yeah. Oh, really? And graduated the same year. Yeah. I, man. I thought something would jump out at me, but no. I was surprised to learn this myself. All right. Which one of these artists, musicians... Never featured Matt LeBlanc in one of their music videos. No. Okay. <laughs> this is, requires a lot of knowledge. <laughs> but continue. Bon Jovi. Alanis Morissette. Aerosmith. Tom Petty. Or Bob Seger. So only one of those... Never featured Matt LeBlanc. <laughs> yes, that's right. All right, you're gonna have to list them again. I don't. Okay. I don't even know if it's gonna help. Bon Jovi. Okay. Alanis Morissette. Okay. Aerosmith. Hmm. Tom Petty. Or Bob Seger. <laughs> I don't know. Tom Petty. No, it's Aerosmith. Oh God, that was my gut. Oh, oh really? Yeah, when you first listed them, I was like, oh. but they were so big when they were so big. I knew that I that's thought, what you were th- you would think. That's why I Bob Seger was actually. <laughs> All right, whatever. Let's get to the third one. <laughs> this is what I was talking about last episode. I love to see you melt down. Whatever. I'm going to cut all this. <laughs> what year? Well, this is, you know, it doesn't really matter. You've already lost. The people want to hear the answer or okay. question and answer. <laughs> Calm down, Chris. What year did Matt LeBlanc appear on SNL? Then there are there are no choices. No, there's four. 1994, 1998, 2003, or he has never appeared on SNL. He has never appeared on SNL. That's correct. Yes. <laughs> That's the most important one. None of those years made any sense. Why? 94, he would that would have been like right around the time he started the show. It doesn't yeah, make any promotional, sense. Yeah, promotional, cross-promotional, they're both on NBC. 
NBC, okay. they don't do that with SNL. They Why didn't so, 1998 make so, sense? Uh, that was when Friends was at, what it, was at its peak. I just don't have any recollection of it ever happening. Okay, that's fair. And what about 2003? Way too late. Mm. Anyway, Chris, you lose again, which makes me another winner. We should keep a total score. Who's the biggest winner here? Yeah, let's update the bitch column. <laughs> <laughs> You know what we should start doing? We should start alternating trivia. That's true. Yeah. Why do I need to keep getting pummeled with these <laughs> insane questions? About... Yeah. It would make it more competitive, too. Which one of these people does not have a son named Matt? <laughs> Crazy questions. Whatever. Do whatever questions you want. Mine will just be harder. <laughs> Who is the best Chris? <laughs> That's so easy. <laughs> Chris Kringle. Santa. <laughs> All right, this is this is out of control, spiraling into nothingness. Oh, you want to do a, a sign off? All right. Um, see you later. Oh, what am I supposed to do? Catch us every Thursday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see you later, alligator. In a while, crocodile. <laughs> Catch us every Thursday at roughly noon, depending on how, noon. Quick, how quickly I'm able to edit these things. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, most Thursdays. Whatever. And just.friends.podcast. Just.friends.podcast on Instagram. <laughs> Where you will see no content. <laughs> if you love irregular updates. You'll hate this. Friends.